I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. You're listening to Text Message, the UK-focused technology podcast with me, Nate Langson. And sitting to my west, she does wifing the best because <laughs> she's married to me. Um, it is partner in crime, wife Kate. Hello, Kate. Hello, Nate. Thanks for joining me on short notice. No one else was available. That's all right. I was in the next room. You were. So. You were. But you did also have opinions on every story that I had in the lineup here today, which makes even more sense for you to be here. So thank you for, for joining us um, again. Also, thank you to our patrons, including Ken Long, Toby Roberts, and our newest patron, Richard Bruce. His name, his surname, shared by our dog. Our dog Bruce. Our dog Bruce. And you can join them by going to patreon.com forward slash UK tech. You'll get our extra message sister show. You get an ad free version of the show. It's longer every week, much like, in fact, our dog during the first year of his life. That's patreon.com forward slash UK tech. Shall we do some news, Kate? Why not? Many reasons, none of them relevant. Gizmodo wrote this week that Microsoft's Xbox All Access is coming to the UK. This lets you spread out the cost of a console, a Game Pass Ultimate and Xbox Live with discounted monthly payments over the over two years. The base bundle will start at $17.99. There will be an option to upgrade all this to the Project Scarlet console, whatever that turns out to actually be called, in late 2020. Now, if you are feeling a bit of a victim of subscription fatigue. And trust me, don't worry, you are not alone if you do, then this might look a bit like overkill, but I think it's probably a sign of the future. Let's break this down, shall we? Like a like a like an enzyme <laughs> breaking down, I don't know. You love enzymes. Proteins or something. For 18 quid a month, you're getting a piece of hardware needed to use other subscription-only products. In this instance, you're getting the Xbox Game Pass membership, which nets you a huge library of first- and third-party games. So things like the latest Gears of War, the latest Forza, uh, Tomb Raider, the most recent Tomb Raider games on there. There's tons and tons more. Life is Strange. We've been playing through Life is Strange before before the storm recently. I know that the new Life is Strange uh, 2 is on there as well. Plus, as part of this package, you get Xbox Live, which you, which is needed uh, for things like multiplayer gaming and playing with other friends over the internet. So it's not a bad deal. There's no upfront fee, at least in the UK. And I can see this coming to a wider selection of platforms as well. We already know Apple is going to give people who buy some of its products, like the iPhone, a free year of included access to its Apple TV Plus service, which goes live, well, by the time this podcast goes out, it will be out already. Um, If you buy an Amazon Echo, obviously you get some music streaming as part of that. There are, there's a Sonos, did you, I think I told you about this, the Sonos speakers, there's now a subscription service for that, so you can actually pay a monthly fee and then every year you know you get the latest upgrade to a to the new Sonos. So this this seems to be the way that all of this is going. Why is Xbox Live 
different to the Game Pass? Why isn't that the same thing? That's just baffling to me. Because I'm not a gamer. Why would you pay for those two things separately? Do you not need one for the other thing? No. And this is part of the thing is that... So if you pay for Xbox Live, you can play with your friends. Yes. And you would buy that. do you get any games with that? No. Because you can buy a game from a store and then you buy Xbox Live if you want to play those games with a friend. That's absurd. Or you can get Game Pass and play single-player games on your own. Or if you have Game Pass and you want to play some of those games with a friend, then you get Xbox Live. (laughs) I think my me sounding like an old lady right now is exactly why this is a good idea. The Telegraph wrote this week that Apple has released a new set of more than 350 emojis for its iOS keyboards, including gender-neutral characters, mixed-race couples, people with disabilities, and a period blood drop that campaigners have heralded as a breakthrough in the fight against period stigma. The paper continues, Girls' rights charity Plan International launched a campaign in 2017 to create a new period emoji in order to quote make it easier for girls and women to talk about their period with friends family and colleagues more than 54,000 people cast their vote on the design which was submitted to the unicode consortium which maintains and regulates the library of emojis the original winning design actually uh, was of something called period pants which was initially rejected, but then a runner-up blood drop design made in collaboration with the NHS here in Britain was proposed and accepted as an alternative. I'm also pleased, Kate, to see a plate of waffles in this mix because I've recently become a convert to the way of the waffle. Have you? Because what of you. What kind of waffles? What did? What was the waffle you made me a month? Oh, I ago? made some in a waffle, a waffle iron. Yeah. Didn't I? Yeah. Whatever waffle that was, that's the waffle I mean. It's basically pancake batter. Right. In a waffle iron. Okay. They're very fluffy. That explains why I liked them then. Yeah. Now, I'd never heard of these proposed period, this period pants emoji, so I googled it, pretty much got what I expected, blood drops on underwear. I did not get what I expected. What did you expect? I googled it. What I did... thought I was going to get, <laughs> this sounds mental now, I thought I was going to get pants with like a blood stain on them. Oh, it's pants with a drop. And then I thought, well, that's why it didn't get accepted, because it's a bit gruesome. Oh. But then I saw the actual one, and it was like a little icon of a blood drop on the front of some pants. And I was like, that's fine. What's wrong with that? Yeah, well, I, I, I personally, I would agree as well. Um, there's a Guardian story that I found from back in February, which went into a little bit more detail about the background of that um, of the proposition for a period-specific emoji. Specifically... The fact that Plan International had to do this compromise to get its design accepted. There was a quote from a a woman called Lamanda Ballard, who is the founder of uh, a charity called Flow Code. Um, She was quoted as saying, they think, oh, bloody panties is is an emoji in an emoji is too much. But then they have a poop emoji. How is one thing worse than another? A period is completely natural. And from that perspective, I completely agree. We've, I mean... So famous is the is the poo emoji that you can get squishy ones in card stores and they're printed on T-shirts and on and pillows. I don't see a problem with either of these two designs. And the the one that is now 
being used, which is just a standard blood drop, is also being used, I think, as a way of raising awareness about donating blood. Certainly that was the NHS's angle on this. So it sort of feels like it's slightly diluted. Yes. What was wrong with the pants one? That was a nice emoji. All the other ones that were there that were also submitted mm-hmm. were also good. There was a red fa- there was a blood drop with a face on it in a calendar type thing. There was that no. one, but there was a, there was that one, yeah, but then there was another one where you know when you select an emoji, say a frowny face, yeah. and the first time you do it you can select like the skin gradient, yeah. to, you know, d- depending on, you know, dark what skin tone you want to represent. There was that, but with different gradients of angry faces. That's brilliant. I thought that was brilliant. That's brilliant. The pants is fine. The calendar one, also good. Um, There was a little uterus. That's fine. Why isn't there a uterus emoji? To have the blood drop is fine. It has been diluted by the fact that blood is blood. Mm -hmm. Everyone has blood. Why can't we have a blood drop and period pants why can't we have period pants and a tampon and a uterus do you know how many train emojis there are no 13 really different trains choo-choo train with steam bullet train subway train different train 13 trains why can't there be three period emojis plain devil's advocate there's only one type of poo and without (laughs) You know where I'm going with this. Let's just say there's a smorgasbord of... Dis- of there are... There is an emoji of an oil drum. Mm-hmm. There is an emoji of a fountain. There is. How often are those getting used? Huge proportion of the planet's people have periods and talk want to talk about them and should talk about them. There, There's no condom emoji as well. There is should there be... Not? No. Hmm. That surprises me. Emojis are how young people talk to each other. I work with young people. Mm-hmm. Not, I don't mean like I'm a social worker. I have colleagues who are younger than me. They tend to just send a single emoji as a reply, like we all do that. In order to promote healthy relationships and talking about consent and talking about their bodies and stuff... There should be emojis for all these things. There should be body parts and there should be uteruses and penises and condoms. I mean, there are some body parts, aren't there? But they're all things like arm, they're limbs. Yeah, arms and ears and... Stomachs. No, there's eyes and... There's all sorts of random stuff that doesn't get used, I imagine, by very many people at all. But stuff... I feel like that stuff would get used all the time. Is the idea? I think it's just people sitting in offices going, "Oh no, we can't have boobs, or we can't have penises." Because think of the children. Is part of the issue that you can combine emoji together to make a point that you know the aubergine gets used a lot, yeah, and the water squirt. Yeah, but what? There's no equivalent for lady, for women's genitals. No, I suppose as far as I'm aware. I was Googling it before and um, Jurex was, it was like National Wear a Condom Week or whatever. And they, because there's no condom emoji, they were suggesting the aubergine and the umbrella. Yeah. As a combo. But I think that's terrible. 
It's it, yeah, and I know what they're getting at. <laughs> the point that I hadn't really considered was was the one about was trains in particular. You're right. There are so many different types of trains, and we actually have a lot of bodily functions and fluids represented in emoji. If we go from head down, we have tears. Yep. We have snotty nose, cold. Yep. We have sick. With yep, the, the green, the vom one. Th- the vomi green one. Um, there is also a syringe with blood in. So if you want to promote giving blood, that already exists as well. So to dilute the period one to say, oh, it's for giving blood as well, mm. I think that's a bit... Crap. Yeah. Yeah. The syringe exists. There were some <laughs> there were some other emoji that were that were added that I know we're big fans of. You got massively excited about um the uh the roller skates one. Why why That's not coming out till next year. Oh. But yeah. Cuz roller skates are so cutting edge. Yeah. That it took Well, cuz I used long. to play roller derby. Yeah. And there's no there's not been a roller skate emoji and it's it's upsetting. What? There's a block of ice though now, so that's useful. Thumbs up emoji. <laughs> and a plate of kiwis or some. Is that kind what it is? Of random. It is bizarre. Plate of brown ball things. We have a guide dog here as well. I'm I see. very or happy about the guide dog. Seeing eye dogs to our American friends. Seeing eye dogs. Um, I also like the there's um so the prosthetic limbs, but they are specifically quite mechanical looking. Aren't they? Yeah. They look like metal artificial limbs, which I think yeah. is important. There's a hearing aid one as well, which is which yeah. is good. A sloth. There's a otter taking a bath for some reason. I don't think that has any relevance to you or I. No, it's an otter doing its backward swimming. You oh, know is... how they lay on their backs and they hold hands? I've seen the one picture of that. They take... do. They're to stop them floating away. Is that what it is, really? I don't think that's what that oh. otter is doing. So you just do um, two of those, I suppose. The stethoscope, very mm. welcome addition, which I will be adding to my... Except I can't because I don't have iOS. Well, that's, I will be adding to my Instagram bio next to my name. This is this is one of the things that's an issue here because these do seem to be iOS specific. And I haven't been able to test yet whether sending these to some of these to you would mm. display a, a different icon or something. Yeah, or that would what, be interesting. But because um, the whole idea about emoji, although every platform has a different design, they are all fundamentally the same thing. Oh, knock, knock. Me here, just interrupting myself. While editing the show right now, I updated my iPhone to the new version of iOS in order to send one of these new emoji to Kate, who runs on Android, to see if, in fact, the cross-platform does work. And sadly, it doesn't. I sent a new blood drop and um, two or three of the new emoji and they just appear on Kate's screen as little blank squares. So work to be done there, mobile people. Anyway, back to the podcast. There was a great, I think it was a, a blog a couple of years ago where somebody looked at all the different variants of burger stacks. Yeah. Cheeseburgers, because all the platforms... They had either, you know, the cheese on top of the patty or under the patty or they had the salad or something between the cheese and the patty. Mm. And there was a debate around whose emoji is better. better. And everyone, I think, agreed that Google's was wrong and Google (laughs) said it would change it. These are the important questions we should be asking ourselves. I agree. In these tough times. 
Yeah. Um, we haven't talked about the gender neutral ones. I like the gender neutral ones because the all the ones that are like men women type thing, the women they all have like shoulder length hair or bunches mm. or some kind of long hair to make them look feminine, and I don't look like that. I have short hair like a man, so. The gender neutral ones actually look more like me. So if I want to do in my Instagram, I have a little picture of me. So I have a little nurse and then I have a little syringe. <laughs> now I can have a little gender neutral with a stethoscope. Yeah. And a syringe. You've got all the bits. And now, yeah, my, well, I can't because I'm not on iOS, but. That would be preferable, and I, it wouldn't be a little long-haired lady. So this this tangibly makes a difference to you specifically, yeah, doesn't it? Actually, does. That's great. Did you give this conversation <laughs> a thumbs up emoji? If the answer is thumbs up emoji, then send us an email with a thumbs up emoji in it to hello at uktechshow.com. <laughs> I wanted to talk about something this week that's not strictly speaking tied to the news agenda. It had been a slightly slower news week uh, than other weeks have been, and I wanted to talk about something that Kate and I could have an engaging discussion on and some of the other topics that I thought about talking about concerned 5G or broadband. And I'm a bit bored by 5G and broadband, so instead I thought we'd talk about something slightly closer to home, i.e. literally taking place in our home. And that is, Kate and I have both been very aware of the amount of time that either video games, particularly for me, MMOs, um, online games and things like that, and for Kate, social media, has been, we've just been very aware of how much of our lives that has been taking over. And so Kate, in, in particular, has done something, I think, very interesting that inspired me in part to start actually writing the novel that I've been planning for years um, which is to learn Polish instead of being on social media and you've had a very interesting experience with a range of language learning apps and we thought now might be an interesting time to talk about some of those question the first though what prompted this decision to learn a language in the first place um, well my friend at work is Polish and he taught me all the swear words. Good start. As is always the way. And and I jokingly said, hey, maybe I'll learn Polish. And he laughed and said, ha ha, it's very difficult. And I went, challenge accepted. And I'm on day 69 <laughs> of learning Polish. And I can agree it is very very hard but what prompted that was you being aware that you were sitting on instagram yes. all evening and you were like i have to do something more productive than this yeah i it wasn't direct result of that but I, once i downloaded the app and started doing it then i just stopped doing everything else and then it became a productivity thing Really. So what are you using? Duolingo? I'm primarily using Duolingo, um, but I also downloaded Babbel. Mm -hmm. 
Um, I downloaded Rosetta Stone, but I did not use it. That's what I used when I was learning Japanese.、Mm. But Duolingo, you, you seem to use Duolingo for for a long time, and then something about it changed. Like you were paying for it, right? I was paying for it. I it was over ten pound a month, I think, and I paid for the first month. And then I'm start. I obviously started using it at completely the wrong time because I was really enjoying it for about four or five weeks, and then they did this massive update on it, and it basically meant. So you have skills, which are like these circles, and you have five levels. Is this what it is now or before? Before, right?、Um, and when you so level to get to level one, you do like two lessons. To get to level two, you do four lessons. To get to level three, you do maybe eight, and then sixteen, and then to get to level five, you may have to do like thirty lessons. Over what period in a month? As、or、as long as you want. Oh, okay. Is, so there were milestones. Yeah, but it was a lot of learning to get to the end of one skill. But by the end of that, you were like, okay, I know this. So this update they did, they basically reduced the number of lessons、um, that you had to do to complete that skill. So you ended up doing twenty lessons in total to get to level five instead of fifty. So we'd get to the end of say colors. And I would feel like I don't really know the colours now, whereas so, before I did fifty lessons on I don't know numbers, and I was like, great, that's solid. I remember those. I know them off by heart. And this update was just completely ridiculous. And then I got really angry and cancelled my subscription. So and it, then I downloaded Babbel. So <laughs> it's it's interesting though that something was so incredibly useful, and then one. Th- To be fair, fairly big thing changed, and all of a sudden, it's kind of putting a, almost putting a nail in the coffin for you learning that language through that application. I mean, that seems like a massive shame because I've sat next to you week after week after week, hearing you say the Polish words for <laughs> that horse is angry, that boy is smooth, <laughs> whatever. Indeed,、yeah. b- bizarre collection. This duck eats apples. I don't know why you would ever need to do that, but I've enjoyed hearing the little pching go off when you've when you've scored it. So, I mean, does that fundamentally change your desire to actually want to learn the language because that app no longer does what you wanted to do, or is it just the case that you want to move to another app? I still use it every day, and I still use it more than Babbel, even though I paid for Babbel. <laughs> It's just something about it that. Is really fun and really enjoyable, but what people and me have started doing is you'll do your lesson, but right before you finish the lesson, you quit out of it, so then it doesn't save your progress, and then you can do it again. Oh, I see. So you're basically getting two lessons, or two or three, or however many you feel like you need to do to learn it. Because there's such a big bank of sentences, you're not getting the same ones again. But it's a stupid thing to make us do. Like, are you still glad that you're not using Instagram and social media to the same extent? Like, has does this feel like it has actually taken over as your evening hobby, it, or is it like when? Heroin users who are trying to come <laughs> off heroin are given morphine or other opioids or whatever to wean them off. 
um, to the point that they can, you know, cut down the usage? Or do you, or do you still feel that constant urge to go back to? I still go on Instagram all the time. But did, but has learning the language helped you cut down? Yeah, a little bit. Properly. Yeah. Okay. Definitely. Should I start learning Japanese again? Yeah, I keep telling you mm. to learn it. The free version of the app is actually fine. You get like one ad after each lesson, so you're not getting interrupted with ads. You finish a lesson and then you get an ad. Mm. And paying for it doesn't really give you anything additional. I've just realised my subscription expired today, so I've been using it today for free, and I have noticed zero difference in my user experience. That's interesting. I mean, I've been putting my time instead of playing quite so much Elder Scrolls Online competitively into finally writing my novel. I've written about ten, maybe twelve thousand words at this point. That's very good. Um, which was partly inspired by. Well, it was inspired by three things. One, I've had an idea for a novel for years and talked about it and never actually done it. Secondly, you wrote a novel, it got published and sells, and I thought, hmm, maybe it's my time to have a go. And then third was the language, and I thought, well, actually, seeing you do less on social media, putting time into something new and creative, that is what really gave me an impetus to spend some of that time either researching, making notes, writing background, whatever it is, but something that was contributing towards the process of creating a novel. Um, Because we only have so much limited time in our days. On Earth. And on Earth. Do you think it's pointless learning a language if technology is going to fill in those gaps? No. Definitely not. Um, You mean like the Google Trans where you hold... Google Translate where you hold it up and it reads a menu. We did it in Japan. We did it in Japan. Me and my mum did it in Italy. It's really hit and miss, I think. It was useful, but it's not... Hmm. It's not perfect. But in five years' time. In five years' time. But there's just something lovely about trying to learn a language and going to a country and trying to actually talk to somebody... And I say that as a person who hates talking to people and who (laughs) only goes to petrol stations where they have contactless petrol (laughs) machines so I don't have to go into the petrol station and give money to a human being. Hmm. But the idea of going to another country and ordering food in another language, I think it's nice because we speak English and everyone speaks English and we just take it for granted that people come here and attempt to speak English and we're like, oh, you've got an accent, oh, your English isn't very good. But they speak two languages. Maybe one of them isn't very good, but that's more than most people in this country speak because we're not taught languages well. And I think we should be taught them better. What if emoji take over as a language? <laughs> well, it is a language. True. So is music, I suppose. Which so is, is art. why there should be more emoji talking about ourselves and not trains. I've got irrationally angry about emojis today. This I didn't is... think I was going to. No, I knew you but were going I was, to. When I was looking at all the emojis, I was like, how many trains are there? There's 13 trains. 
I knew you'd get angry about it. That's why that's why I invited you on to talk about this. Because also, talking about the emoji story in particular wouldn't have been great if it was Andy and I or Ian or pretty much any of my male co-hosts. So, because in- you would have gone, oh pants, that's gross. No, I wouldn't have. <laughs> I would not have done. I'd have been like, I might have said, where's the bulge emoji, perhaps. Yeah. To to broaden out the representation of all genders comparing periods to erections no i'm just i'm just agreeing that a broader representation of various human parts is a very good thing yes it is you know well thoughts obviously very very welcome or willkommen to our german listeners tam vitam is that is that polish Yes. Oh. Tack. <laughs> to hello at uktechshow.com. Are you Polish? Do you speak English and Polish? If so, probably. Definitely, um, definitely email in and I will connect you with Kate and then you can help her learn her Polish even better. That dog is eating a banana. I don't know banana. Well, maybe someone out there will help you learn that. <laughs> Text message keeps you informed about the British tech landscape, but let's check in with our friends at Daily Tech News Show in the US and hear what's been happening in the wider world of tech over the last week. Tom. This week on Daily Tech News Show, we talk about how lab-grown meat is getting closer to the texture of steak, discuss why EA may be returning to Steam. Well, it is returning, but why? Go over AT&T's announcement of its new HBO Max streaming service, which is priced the same as just HBO, even though you get HBO in HBO Max. It's fairly confusing. We also dig into the arguments over taking political ads on social networks and discuss the worldwide launch of Apple TV+. Plus. All that and much, much more at DailyTechNewsShow.com. Thank you for joining us to talk about these issues. I feel it was a better show as a result. We also did an extra message. We're recording this on Halloween night. We did an extra message for patrons where we took a walk, a nighttime walk around a forest with a dog, and we talked about some paranormal stuff, some spooky experiences from the past, and uh, we saw some ghost cows. Turns out they weren't ghost cows. They were just cows we didn't see because it was dark. But the effect was very similar. And that's out now on patreon.com forward slash UK tech if you would like to get those. And thank you to everybody who is doing just that. Do you want to plug anything, Kate? Apart um, from your ears? I wrote a book. Go on. It's not really your audience, but it's called The Fox of Richmond Park. And it's about a happy fox who goes on London adventures. It's very good. But it's very adult. Yeah, it is. It's not a children's book. It's on Amazon, isn't it? It's on Amazon. Um, my name is Kate Dreyer. On the book. On the book. Yeah, D-R-E-Y-E-R. Uh, we'll include a link to that in the show notes as well. Um, so you can check that out and enjoy that. What better time of year to read about an adventure of a fox than now? There is never a better time. Correct. Thanks, everybody. We'll be back next week. Do you want to say goodbye in Polish? Do widzenia. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.